thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Yeah, I am. Hello, people. <laughs> hey, I want to welcome you to today's show. Thank you guys for coming in. I super appreciate it. And uh, hey, I want my... So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the speech that's going to take place tonight. I know there was one last night. Yeah, there was. Is that good? <laughs> My stage directors tell me to back up. Okay. Anyway, uh, so do me a favor, share this out. Okay. Now let's listen to Mandisa for a moment. Okay. I know it's been a while since. Yeah. Democrat. <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> All right. Well, the camera hasn't moved, so I'm going to guess you're... I mean, the camera hasn't moved closer to you. It's fixed in a location, so I'm going to guess that you've moved closer. Yeah. So, here, I'll, wait. I'll move way back here. That's way too far. Come like, on. My arms are so long, people. Look at that, though. I'm getting buffed because I'm... <laughs> And the best is yet to come. Yeah, he did. Out of the pits, all glory to God, I will sing it again. Yeah, he did. Out of the pits, all glory to God. And the best is yet to come. Yeah, it is. It's not here, people. <laughs> the best is yet to come. Yep, here we go. Here's the chorus again. Hope is rising, waking up my soul. All my broken, turning beautiful. I feel my heart beat, beating, and my lungs breathe, breathing. Yes, my God's not done with me yet. Alright, here we go. Yeah, it is. All right, people. Let's talk news, people. <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. Hey, everybody, thank you for coming in. Glad that you're here. I'm going to mute my computer like that, just in case some weird sound comes through, which you never there know. There you go. Yeah, is that better? Yes. Okay, good. All right, so glad you're here. I know that there's a lot of people on right now, Periscope, and some of you are on YouTube. Appreciate you guys coming in on Facebook. Some of you, I'm sure, are going to show up, which I'm glad. I'm glad, you know. Hey, you know what? I have to tell you honestly that it is truly, honestly, an honor to, you know, have you guys come in and be a part of our daily program. Uh, you know, it really, at least for me, 
it energizes me. I get energy. I, I can feel it. Yeah, I can. I can feel the energy coming from you people to me. Even the trolls. Just so you know. Hey, Antoinette Joy, nice to see you. And Diane and Mia and Pastor Garrett and Melanie and Nori and Moomy. I, I don't know if I said your name right. Is that Moomy? Moo Moo. <laughs> anyway, nice to see you. Hello. I'm glad you're here. Even if you disagree with me, I'm super glad you're here. Because <laughs> you know what? I have to tell you, I like it when people disagree with me. Because it gives me a, an eye into a different worldview. Yeah, it does. Plus, I've been married to Bareface for almost 27 years, so. You don't like it when people disagree with you. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's not true. It depends. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You don't like it when people disagree with you. You know, I know what you're doing. What am I doing? You're trying to do the argument clinic. And no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> it means Grandma Anne and finish. Oh, that's nice. Cool. All right. So, Well, that's awesome. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's talk about what is... Here's the thing, people. <laughs> let's talk about last night okay so this morning i went to play pickleball there's a shock anyway the thing is when i went to play pickleball one of my friends was like hey stacy did you this is where i get my news at pickleball so one of my friend she said stacy did you see the the uh the speech last night and i'm like nope I was watching my friend Vicky interview this guy named Scott about being a rhino. <laughs> so I didn't see the speech last night, but she was telling me, and it kind of ties into our show yesterday. Um, she was she was uh, telling me that uh, that uh, um, that what whatever you're trying to say. Well, I'm Grandma's here you. telling me to slap you, just so you know. Whoops. Anyway, so. My friend was telling me that the Trump speech was really good. He was trying to protect America, build a wall, all this other stuff. And I just have to say that afterwards, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy, the word is my favorite word, Pelosi, <laughs> started attacking Trump. Didn't say anything of substance, blah, 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 blah. Well, what else is new? Anyway, you know, I actually would love to meet Nancy Pelosi. I think it would be fun. I, I really do. I think it also would be super fun to meet Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I do. And Bill Clinton. I used to think that Bill Clinton was like the slimiest scumbag on the planet, you know? And I say that in the nicest way. I don't mean it in a mean way. <laughs> I, you know, because my early marriage to Randall has very specific memories. Like, when Randall and I were married, I think it was probably... It had to be a five or six years when he was going through this this issue with uh, um, Monica Lewinsky, and I remember we were on our anniversary uh, honeymoon trip, our annual trip for our anniversary, and we were in a hotel room, and I remember Bill saying, "I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky, or whatever her name is," and you know that. <laughs> And and then I started watching some speeches of this guy, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's kind of charismatic. He's got this charismatic thing going on. And Hillary, oh my gosh. Now, Hillary, she looks good in a suit, and I have to tell you that she is an 
or, you know, she knows how to talk and threaten people really well. I mean, she's got that, that, like, authoritative, if you do anything to me, I will kill you type look, you know? I, I just think it might be fun to meet her. But actually, in all seriousness, I think it might be even more fun to meet Dr. Ben Carson in person. That would be fun. Because I had an opportunity to interview him a couple years ago. And him and his, his um, you know, wife, Candy, are super nice people. And I just, you know, I just think it would be super cool. And, you know, he's very charismatic. But here's the same thing. Donald Trump is also charismatic. You know, you remember the show The Apprentice when he would say, you're fired. Well, that's what he's trying to do to all the illegal immigrants that are passing, you know, the border illegally, taking all of our tax dollars, making everything go up through the roof, you know, finding every loophole possible to make all of us legal citizens, you know, they're, they're, they're messing with us. And so tonight, Donald Trump is going to be talking. And according to, uh, let's see here, an article over here on Yahoo Finance. <laughs> It says here that Donald Trump will deliver a televised address at 9 p.m. Eastern and part of his, oh, actually, this was last night. What do I know? Just ignore me, people. I thought that this was today's news. Well, anyway, so the point is, is he he got a lot of kickback from the Democrats. But still, whenever Donald Trump is on, everybody should watch it because, and I told my friend Diane this this morning, if Donald Trump was not our president today, Hillary Clinton would be. Our, our, our religious freedom would be under more attack than it currently is. And, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I just found that out. Anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and Christians would, like, we'd be on the fast track to even losing more of our freedom. So, <clears throat> With all that said, just realize I have a crack staff of one helping me with my news coverage. So, yeah. Anyway, I caught that. A little bit late. Darn it. It kind of messed up my, like, momentum. Yeah, and she, <laughs> she had me change the title right before going live. A few minutes before going live. Oh, add this to the title. I should have said, too late. It was too a, late. It wasn't me. It was my twin. Okay, well. Yeah, just... <laughs> Your evil twin <laughs> had me change the title earlier. Add that to the beginning of the title. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't have listened to. Yeah. Shouldn't have listened to her. Don't listen to me. Why are you people here? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. See, I'm I'm kind of embarrassed. Yeah, I I too need to look at the camera because I'm looking down at the monitor. It looks like I'm squinting. All right, though. Here's the other thing that I want to say about Donald Trump. The other thing is, with Donald Trump in office, uh, Islam is getting more of a push, right? Because let me tell you something. A lot of the illegal immigration that's coming over here, it's not just Mexico. It's other countries, and in particular Islam, which totally still wants to overtake us by 2020, okay? True story. In fact, I want to share with you an article over on thegatewaypundit.com titled Amazon bows to Sharia, removes products that are offensive to Muslims after care, which is the Council on American Islamic Relations, which is actually a front group, you guys. It's like a it's Islamic terrorist front group. Um, <clears throat> but then it says, uh, so that are offensive to Muslims after care requests, but anti-Christian items are still for sale. Okay. So listen to this. Okay. It says here, 
Amazon removed over a dozen products from its website after the Council on American-Islamic Relations. Care, the irony of it all. An unindicted co-conspirator of Hamas funding case complained they were offensive to Muslims. As expected, Amazon, the Seattle-based online retailer, bowed to Sharia law and removed a variety of doormats and bath mats with verses from the Quran and other references to Muhammad. Care said in a statement, how else would they say it? They probably mean written statement. Yeah, I know, but still. Anyway, Care said in a statement that the products which are being sold by independent sellers on Amazon are offensive to Muslims because they, quote, would be stepped on or otherwise disrespected by customers. Okay, I'm not going to read any more yet. I got to make a comment. So how many of you have a Christian, like, welcome mat that says, you know, um, behold, I stand at the door and knock, right? And it's kind of like a play on the scripture in Revelation 3.20. And, you know, it's supposed to spruce up the front of your house, you know. And so there would be scripture on it, let's just say conceivably, and you would get totally upset because of the Bible being stepped on. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> this is what we're looking at. Um <clears throat> After Amazon kissed the Sharia law ring and removed the Muslim products, Care thanked them in another statement. We thank Amazon for its swift action on this issue and hope it sends a message to manufacturers of such inappropriate and offensive items that they will not profit from Islamophobia or any other form of bigotry. Ma si fal adi. I'm not sure how to say that. Sorry. <laughs> Executive Director of CARES Washington State Chapter said in a statement, there's more. CARES saw this as a victory and vowed to keep an eye on Amazon and other retailers in the United States who dare violate Sharia law and ensured Muslims they would take swift action to prevent products from being sold that would, quote, promote bigotry, unquote. What, I mean... I don't know what verses from the Quran that they were upset about, but I would think that they would be happy that there's Quran verses on, you know, doormats and stuff like that. Well, it's that it's What's not a doormat or a bath mat. It's something that could be stepped on. And in Islamic practice, uh, that's that's just not right. You know, the the you know observant uh, Muslim will. You know, walking down the street, they see a piece of paper, you'll pick it up and put it somewhere else in a safe hmm. place without even reading it because it might have the name of Muhammad on it. I mean, you'll find that more in, uh, in uh, you know, Middle East countries. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. You know, they're here in the United States. They want to make sure that people selling in the United States don't break Sharia law because that's so important that Sharia law reigns supreme above any other laws of commerce in the United States. Back to you, Stacy. Back to me, Bareface. Okay, Care, Care will continue to work with Amazon and other retailers and manufacturers to ensure that products are not exploiting and or promoting bigotry for commercial gain, said Care National Executive Director Nahad Awad. We thank all those who reported these offensive items to Care and contacted Amazon. In contrast, 
Amazon has countless anti-Christian products on its website, such as t-shirts with a rainbow flag and a caption that says, Jesus had two fathers and he was all right. Imagine how the left and their mouthpieces in the media would react if Christians demanded Amazon remove these t-shirts. The Muslim lobby is also trying to force Amazon into giving Muslim employees multiple prayer breaks a day. Newly elected Muslim Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, Democrat, Minnesota, was protesting with Muslim Amazon employees shortly before Christmas. Uh, we also learned Tuesday that Karen Islamic Organization with terrorist ties is lobbying to have American Christians and conservatives removed from Twitter and Facebook if they dare criticize Islam, also known as disagree with Islam. Very interesting, right, people? Let me read that one more time. We also learned on Tuesday that CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations and Islamic Hamas Terrorist Front Group, just so you know, uh, <laughs> is lobbying to have American Christians, that would be me, uh, and conservatives, I'm also conservative, just in case you didn't know that, removed from Twitter and Facebook. So if they did that, guess what, people? Then I wouldn't be here. But you know what else? I won't be stopped. I'll find some other platform to, to share the gospel on. I don't give up that easy, people. Um, and they end the article by saying, had enough yet, America? Have you? Hmm? Okay. <sighs> yes. So I'm going to tweet this story out. You guys share this out. This is super important. There's only 239 other people that tweeted it out. Okay. All right, let's see here. We're going to tweet it out. If you guys want to retweet that on our Bible News Radio account, then go for it. That would be super cool. All righty. Let me see here. All right, so tomorrow, let me tell you something. Tomorrow, I have a wonderful, super great, awesome guest coming on the show. I don't know how many of you know the Rose Show uh, over on Facebook but uh, and also on Periscope, but... Roshonda Pratt is going to be my guest tomorrow. She is super awesome. She's a pastor's wife, articulate speaker. I actually spoke on the social media promotions panel last year at the Social Power Summit that my good friend Dr. Ikena Finch put on down here in Nashville uh, in, I think it was in September. And I met her for, in person. It was super great. She has, she has a little baby girl that she calls Baby Row. It's so cute. And um, anyway, her whole life is awesome. Uh, and her husband is awesome. He's a pastor. And so tomorrow we're going to light up Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook Live with her. And so make sure you join tomorrow because it's going to be super fun. All right. Now here is uh, another story that you might not have heard, but this is about the Supreme Court and a recent decision that the Supreme Court made. Now, the Supreme Court, well, is evil in many ways. I mean, I don't mean that in a mean way, but they make some really bad decisions. Uh, and there's an article over here on thefederalist.com titled, Supreme Court Allows Mothers to Kill Babies for Being Disabled or a Girl. How many of you are women or girls? Uh, that would be me. You know, just so you know, I'm a woman. I am a woman. I am a girl. I am a woman. Hear me roar. Yeah. Uh. All right. So anyway, it says here, on Friday, the Supreme Court declined to consider a decision by the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals 
that struck down two Indiana abortion statutes. It says here, <clears throat> the first banned abortions that take place as a result of the child's race, sex, or disability. The second mandates that the remains of an unborn ch children be buried or cremated. This decision comes hard on the heels on the failure of a Republican-controlled federal government to take any action towards limiting abortion in the United States. Even Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider, escaped unscathed maintaining their government funding, which is absolutely amer am amazing if you can think about that. I mean, given all of the undercover work that busted Planned Parenthood, <laughs> and yet our government is still funding them. It's crazy. This Supreme Court rejection is, is even more frustrating considering the role abortion has played in legitimizing eugenics. If you don't know what eugenics is, it's basically the selective killing of older people or different groups of people um, in both the United States and Europe. Such a resurgence is most notable in the plight of people with Down syndrome. Okay. In Iceland, for example, every single mother with an unborn baby diagnosed with Down, Down syndrome decided to end the pregnancy. Only two to three babies with Down are born in the country every year, which is absolutely horrific in my opinion. It's so sad. People with Down syndrome are like super, like, I think God made babies with Down syndrome like, like a super special people. I mean, there's some of the most loving, tender sweet people they're just awesome and for for somebody to go oh i think your baby's gonna have down syndrome so you should just kill it why i mean that's like stupid that's like the dumbest thing any woman or man pressing a woman to do could do why kill that gift from god you know a beautiful gift from god is just going to be loving towards you and and super sensitive and super cute i mean even gerber baby food you know, last year, like put out an ad with a Gerber baby with Down syndrome, you know, and which was the coolest ad ever. I mean, it was like one of my favorite. Anyway, referring back to Iceland, I said this, the small island nation is far from alone in this regard. In Denmark, 98 women, 98% of women choose abortion when they discover their child has Down syndrome, and the issue is replicated at somewhat lower levels across Europe. In the United States, a smaller number of unborn babies diagnosed with Down are also ab aborted compared to these countries, but our numbers are still unforgivably high. The best estimates claim abortion after prenatal diagnosis has reduced the U.S. total, the total U.S. Down population by around 30%, a staggering amount. The first statue in the lawsuit would have banned this type of abortion. No longer would mothers be allowed to remove their children from the gene pool merely because they see their children as less desirable uh, than they might have been without such a, quote, defect, unquote. The statute does not prohibit mothers from aborting disabled children for reasons other than their disability. To understand why such a statute is necessary, it is important to understand what factors have led to the resurgence of eugenics in the West. Predominantly, three have contributed to this tragedy. First, the legalization of abortion. The justifications for abortion provide mothers with a period of time when their unborn child is not considered human. If they decide the child is undesirable for any chosen reason, they may terminate it. 
Secondly, advancements in prenatal testing have led to increasingly reliable, simple, and accurate tests. The development of the non-invasive prenatal testing, for example, has made prenatal diagnosis for a variety of disorders more accurate, less intimidating for the mother, and less dangerous for the baby, which is actually a good thing. I mean, I, you know, medical technology is great. I mean, it, it really is. Lastly, cultural or social norms judge the desirability of the unborn based on the presence or absence of certain traits. A society must decide or come to the conclusion that human beings with Down syndrome are either less desirable for parents or have a, have a lower quality of life than if they had been born without a disorder. These three factors blend into one morally twisted cocktail. It allows individuals the ability to identify, eliminate, quote, undesirable, unquote, babies before they can be born. Eliminating children who are judged to be undesirable because of their genes is nothing short of eugenics, which simply means purifying the genetic pool. Although medical technology and cultural norms both contribute to this reincarnation of eugenics abortion is the linchpin upon which the entire perversion exists dehumanizing any group of human beings never fails to bring immoral and unfair treatment to that group if the baby is nothing more than another organ or a clump of cells then the decision of whether the unborn fetus has a future existence worth living becomes a commonplace decision with no serious moral weight the treatment of babies with Down has proven to be no exception. And you know what? It's so sad. I mean, it's just so sad. And I'm just going to end it there because this is a long article. But if you guys want, I will tweet this one out too. You can read the whole thing. And, um, you know, and by the way, this is Seth Newkirk that wrote this. Looks like a pretty young man there. There, but I don't know, a bare face. What do you think? I mean, you we used to go to a church for like well over a decade uh, that that there was a Down syndrome population. I mean, like there was what, 12 kids or something that were, they had Down syndrome. They were young adults, actually. They weren't kids. You know, it's sad. And in every case, everyone who uh, advocates for eugenics and and get reading that is living exactly right, right. <laughs> none of them were aborted you know it's kind of like it's not in my backyard you know it's 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 great for everyone else but not for me because i've got to go out here and champion uh eugenics and because i'm 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 the good stock and uh, we we need to get rid of people who aren't like me i mean if that's if that's not bigotry the old you know ultimate form of bigotry not like you can't move in my neighborhood or you can't drink from this water fountain but you don't you don't even deserve to be born you know based on your genetics and you know this whole idea of purifying the gene pool how how many down how many people with down syndrome marry and reproduce very very i mean it's almost nil i'm i would I don't have the statistic, but I'd be surprised if it was over 1%, if it was a full percentage point. The, so, you know, this whole idea of, you know, it fits within eugenics, that's just, you know, people are in the gene pool. I mean, they're already conceived. Deal with it. I mean, you know, it's. I mean, if, you know, if we, we start here, you know, the slippery, oh, there's no such thing as a slippery slope. Yeah, right. You know, it's like. If we can do prenatal testing for eye color, stuff like that, we're not far away. Well, I want a baby with blue eyes. It's going to have brown eyes. Well, terminate this pregnancy. Yeah. Suck the pregnancy out. 
Yeah. You know what? You know what's really interesting about this? You guys, pay attention. God just gave me this download in my head. Think about this, okay? We always talk about the homosexual lobby and the agenda, right? We don't talk about the people. We just talk about the lobby and the agenda. They try to tell us that your gender doesn't matter, but it's all in your mind, right? It's not a physical thing, right? Think about that, okay? Is that not right? That's right, right? Okay? Here, babies are being terminated based on their gender in the womb and on the alleged defect that they may have with Down syndrome. So what is it? Just curious. So are humans physical or, or, or do we determine our sex by our brain? Like in how we really think. Right, I mean, just because... Just curious what you think. I mean, think. just because, you know, the ultrasound, there's female anatomy. That doesn't mean it's a girl. It very well could be a boy trapped in a girl's body. And why, you know, <laughs> that should be celebrated. You know, we how can we ever achieve equal rights for those people if, if we, you know, if we abort them? Spot on. I mean... That's just, that's just. Yeah, it was. Incongruent. It, it is incongruent, which drives me crazy. There is nothing. Okay. One thing I've learned in sales is that if you want to sell something, uh, logic doesn't sell, emotion does. Okay. Right? You buy stuff always based on emotion. Yeah, you do. So here's the thing. Um, people who are suckered into believing the the bs from the left okay, i'll just put it that way <laughs> uh they don't do it on logic they do it based only on emotive feelings which actually if you're if you're a human being and you're, you're like over the age of 18 you're actually considered an adult by law but that is not actually a you know emotionally that doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually an adult just so you know so Joel Schultz says, I highly recommend the book Brain Sex. Uh, okay, I'll have to check that out. All right, so let's see here. Let me scroll back. Gina said, how can they say it's an undesirable child if it, if it is only considered matter and not a person? Good point. See, that's the point. It's completely, it's inconsistent. They're completely incongruent. If you, if, if God can't do your job, because of your religion, don't get that job, Muslims. Okay, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that again. Okay, so so there's that. Oops, okay, also, all right, is that it? By the way, hey, those of you who were here last Friday, I don't know, Gino, if you're here, and Jen, uh, Bawana, if you're here, you guys need to get in touch with me, and you need to give me your email so I can send your Amazon gift card to you. Those of you... Uh, Natasha, Joel, Gina, and Melanie, I sent yours earlier today, and the only reason it was late because I've been waiting for all you guys to give me your info. So, Gino and Jen, if you're watching here, please give me your email so I can send you your gift card from Amazon. <laughs> Who persecutes Christians, by the way. But they do have good customer service. So, I mean, it's kind of... Speaking of Amazon, though, I have to tell you, if you want to support Bible News Radio, go to Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash 
Bible News Radio, and I actually have a store right there. You can click through, you can buy stuff that I recommend, some stuff that I have that I actually, most of the stuff I put up I actually do use. Um, like my Bible, I've had a lot of people say, well, what Bible do you use? Well, the actual version, translation, the year uh, of the actual Bible that I use is there. I put it in my store. So if you go to Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Bible News Radio, you can get it. Yeah, you can. You can read the same Bible that I read, except it won't be yours. It's, I mean, it'll be yours, but I have mine and all that. Okay, Pastor Percy said something I saw earlier. He said here, LOL, children are a heritage to the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Psalms 127.3. That's right. Amen. Come on. The, the brain doesn't stop growing in adulthood till about 21. Actually, it's actually over. It's about 25. 25 is around when the, the brain stops growing. But, you know... Still a good point. <laughs> Still a good point. Uh, okay, here's the other thing. Uh, Ariel Ministries, they're our sponsor. Don't forget, you guys, go and go over there to ariel.org. Get get your stuff from ariel.org. And you can use the coupon code Bible News when you, when you uh, save 20%. Yep, just go. I mean, you can save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. I knew what I was trying to say. Yeah, I did. Can you have an Amazon shop for free? Yes, you can. I, I do. All I did was went and I set it up. There it was. I was like, there it is. So, yeah, go for it. I do know that, like, some of my friends, like Dr. Ikena Finch, she has a store. Uh, Vicki Fitch has a store. Um, and apparently, I mean, like, Ikena has some T-shirts that she, she's, she had made up. But they have to be approved before they can put in there. Um, but... You know what? It's what Amazon is trying to do, aside from their other affiliate program, which is like, eh, I don't really care for it. Um, they're actually giving you an opportunity to, you know, to make sales and, um, you know, of course, make more money <laughs> as they're doing that. So Yeah, if you, if you sell your own items through Amazon, uh, they take a pretty big chunk, a considerable chunk. Yeah. But they are providing you with the world's largest online Platform. market. Yeah. So... Yeah, and as Vicky always says, look, if you buy something from our Amazon store, number one, it's not going to cost you anymore. But number two, I will get, you know, a little commission from it. Amazon can do whatever they want. That's the ability of owning a company. That's right. Yeah, and speaking of Amazon and companies, I want to say thank you to all of you guys who have become members of Legal Shield and Identity or ID Shield. Um, it is honestly, sincerely truly my goal this year to sign up a hundred people to get covered. I mean, I'd love to actually cover even more than that. Um, but here's the thing. ID shield, you guys is literally 32 cents a day for an individual to own it. That's it. I mean, 32 cents a day gets you the best identity theft protection and monitoring of all your vital, uh, stuff that, that identifies who you are. <laughs> Uh, you know, all over the place. And I was talking to my friend Terry this morning and he was sharing with me how one of his customers actually um, didn't have ID Shield and they had, they were, they needed to go. Uh, they, they were getting ready to go on a trip uh, and they were trying to find, get, um, and when they went to apply for a passport for the 13 year old, turned out that the kid already had one, but nobody knew it. Just so you know. Last year, I shared with you that over 1 million children have had their identity stolen in the year prior, 2017. 
And the reason why kids get it stolen is because nobody's looking at their identity. So uh, it's $9.95 a month. So $0.32 cents a day uh, is the investment that you would make to protect yourself. And all of, you, all of you who have already, thank you for doing that. If you haven't yet, let me urge you to. Because just like sharing the gospel is a passion of mine, and wanting to save souls and make sure, you know, make sure people receive Christ and don't go to hell forever. Just so you know, <laughs> let's just say it that way. Um, you know, you can, you can avoid a big living hell issue here on earth if you get identity theft protection for yourself. Uh, so if you haven't done it yet, please contact me and, or you can go through my, my link. If you go to bit.ly forward slash L O J, uh, 2019, um, which Randall has on the screen, um, then you can click through there. You can sign up directly through there for identity theft protection and also uh, Legal Shield. If for some reason, I'm just this is a caveat. If for some reason you are um, interested in Legal Shield and you start to sign up for your Legal Shield and it says, oh, you can't buy it through this provider, don't don't like forget about it. Contact me directly because there's licensing states. And um, I'm licensed in a couple of different states to sell it. But here's the thing. Um, if I'm not, I probably know somebody who is and you can still buy it through me. And, you know, and that actually supports you and me together. So, all right, here's the other thing. What is the difference between this and, for example, LifeLock? That's actually a great question. Um, one of the biggest difference, there's, there's actually a couple of differences. Um, one of the big differences is that ID Shield. This year alone, we've added 12 new um, criteria and things that um, are covered that, that LifeLock doesn't cover. Number one, that's one thing. Number two, LifeLock has been breached numerous times. And number three, <laughs> we offer a $5 million a service guarantee and LifeLock only offers a million. Um, so they, they have been around longer than we have, but our track record and our warranty and our guarantee is way better. Do you reimburse for any money taken? LifeLock does. Um, I believe that I'd have to look at the thing. And if you're really seriously interested, I'd love to talk to you about it um, off air. That way, you know, I can show you everything and I can look that up for you specifically. But there are big differences. And I actually do have a sheet that I could give you that shows you the outline of the comparison between both LifeLock and ID Shield. So if you're interested, just get in touch with me after the show right there. See bit.ly forward slash LOJ 2019, or you can contact me through my website and say, Hey, yeah, I was, I really do want to talk to you about that. I actually had some of my best friends when I told them I was selling ID shield. Um, they're like, well, we've had LifeLock and we're paying like 600 bucks a year for both of us. And I said, okay, let's talk and I'll show you what we offer and we'll compare it. And they literally, they put down, um, this and, um, and they, they literally paid for a full year for both of them in advance, but LifeLock guarantees up to a million. LifeLock guarantees up to a million ID shield. We guarantee up to 5 million. So that's a little bit more, just so you know. Yeah. And our Curl private investigators take care of everything for you. And we have a mobile app that's super, that is awesome, which I absolutely love actually. So that is that. Okay. Here's the story I found. I have to share with you because this was super cool when I saw this, the dementia story, Bareface. Do you want to play the video? I mean, there is a commercial in front of it, or we could just read it. Um, let's just read it. Okay, so 
you guys know that my dad has dementia. So for the last four years, I have taken care of my dad who, you know, has dementia. And, you know, right now, actually, my poor dad has been on lockdown at his assisted living because they're, they're in quarantine because the stomach flu and all these viruses are going around. And so what they did was couple people started getting it there so they just said eh, the public can't come in anymore we'll let you know when you can come and come back um so my poor dad's been locked down with without being able to see me for almost two weeks <laughs> poor guy um but you know i've learned a lot having a dad with dementia number one patience i've learned a lot of patience i've i've gained so much patience as a result of this but when I saw this story, I thought this was super cool. There is a local church in Duluth that has become dementia friendly. Is this cool or what? It says here, Hillside United Methodist Church has shorter services for people living with dementia. Now, this is kind of cool. It says here, about every 60 seconds, someone in the United States develops dementia, according to the Alzheimer Association. Now, Duluth's organization is working to make the community more aware of the disease. Dementia-friendly Duluth has worked with multiple Northland organizations in the past to raise awareness for dementia. They are now taking aim at local churches, including the Hillside United Methodist Church. The church's dementia committee has held educational sessions and several changes have been made to the building, including larger signs. They will also have shorter church services for the dementia community. The pastor says it's a way to connect to those in need. It, it was really important to our congregation to reach out to members of our own congregation facing dementia issues and also the wider community. The dementia-friendly services are open to the public and will be held every third Sunday of every month at 11 a.m. Now, why is this important? Because my dad, just as an example, I noticed um, what I call, I don't know if anybody else calls it this, but I made this term up at least as far as I know, I call it the dementia loop. And, um, what it is, is it's the, the amount of time that my dad can stay focused and not repeat himself and go back and say the exact same thing that he told me, you know, before. And for my dad, it's about a 10 minute frame, unless he's actively involved playing bingo or dominoes and you know he's really outer focused you know but if he's been alone for a long time and he's disoriented and i go and visit him especially at night it tends to be worse at night you go in and, and he'll you know i sit down and first he'll have you know sometimes he doesn't know who i am still which kind of is <laughs> sad it's really sad who am i again because he'll, he thinks i'm his his sister but i'm not um and anyway and so it's about a 10 minute time frame. And so I kind of know when he starts bringing up, he wants a car again or, or, you know, or if he talks about the Korean war and, and the minefields again and, and all that stuff. Um, it's just, it's, you know, I, I know that he's, he's there again. He has a lot of nightmares and stuff. Your dad just got diagnosed with, with, um, dementia. Okay. Well, um, I'm sorry. But I mean, it's, it's difficult, you know, and I will tell you though, that you can, that for the, for the patient with dementia, it can be very scary and unsettling because basically the way I understand it is their brain, basically it's like you take a deck of, um, 
you know, organized cards numbered one through 10 and you shuffle them up and they're all mixed up. They're not in the right order. And that's basically what happens. And it turns out, at least for my dad, he literally lived 70 years ago. I mean, he, he really does. He goes back to the twenties and the thirties, uh, you know, and he's 90. So I'll tell you, that's like 60, 70 years ago. And I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll ask him too. I'll say, well, when was this, you know, what, when was this? He'll say, oh, it was a couple of days ago. And I'll go, okay. You know, like I got to take him to the doctor on Friday, just as an example. And on like, I already told him he has a doctor's appointment on Friday, but he will not remember. And I will have to get there two hours early to make sure that he's all cleaned and dressed and and all of that just to make sure that he's ready to go to the doctor with me because he literally won't remember <laughs> within that time frame he just won't so so it's it's very trying but you know god will teach you if you are the one that's the main caregiver like i am he will definitely teach you so much about himself and that loved one you know for me i didn't grow up with my dad so i really don't have much of a, a memory of my father any other way. I mean, I've only really known him about four years. I had very little contact with him as an adult and a child because they, my parents got divorced. Um, but it's a, it can be a, a bear of a disease. I'll just say that. And, you know, when you're around other people with it too, uh, like he used to have Anne as his girlfriend, she, her dementia loop was about 10 minutes too. And it was, you know, it was like, okay, <laughs> she would say the exact same things and it'd be like, okay, I already, I already heard this 10,000 times, but okay. Yeah. So it's sad. It's a sad thing, but it's cool that the church is, is, uh, is doing, you know, is, uh, stepping up and trying to minister. That's why the shorter services exist. All right. One last story. And then we got to get out of here. Um, <clears throat> yesterday we were talking about the non-discrimination issues with the LGBT thing. Well, it looks like here a Michigan Democratic governor signed a non-discrimination directive with no religious loophole. This is over on the friendlyatheist.pathios.com website. It says here, while the Republican-run federal government remains a sinking ship, there's a lot of good news to be found in Democratic-run state governments. Remember, this is an atheist saying this here. In Michigan, Governor Gretchen Whitmer uh, signed an executive directive prohibiting LGBTQ discrimination among state employees and job applicants. That includes people hired by outside groups working on a state contract. While her GOP predecessor, Rick Snyder, signed a similar directive last month before leaving office, Whitmer's went further because it doesn't include an exemption for religious organizations. So if the state hires a Christian nonprofit group to provide services of any kind, that group can't discriminate against LGBT people while using their faith as a legal shield. <laughs> yeah. So I just have to say, are we surprised? Nah, we're not surprised. She's following the party Democratic line. So, you know, I mean, more power to her for keeping her word. <laughs> I don't agree with her decision, though, just so you know. Uh, let's see here. We think technology is changing fast now, but my grandparents were born before flight and saw change. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, I, I talked to a um, 100-year-old guy about, what, two or three years ago. Uh, he's, he did finally die. Um, but I talked to this guy, and I asked him, 
what was the number, what was the biggest change he saw in his, in his life? And he actually said a cordless phone. He said that was the biggest technological change he saw that he couldn't believe, you know, it was like, cause it used to be the phone was, you know, most of us are old enough to remember that cord that you could pull and you, you get the long cord or the short cord. <laughs> Heck in his, yeah. in his early days, I mean, he probably saw the phone come to town and then it was, and it was connected to the telephone pole or somebody's house and you pick up the little horn and run the crank. And... My mom did that actually. Yeah. Yeah. She was a dispatcher. She did that. Did oh. the pull the thing out? Oh yeah, that stuff. route the call just by yep. in the patch board. Yeah, <laughs> those are the days. My mom would go crazy. I mean, my mom's been gone sixteen years, but you know, she would go crazy if she saw the phones of today. She'd be like, you know, and you know, it's super cool though. I have a friend that's seventy nine years old who plays pickleball. She uses an iPhone. Oops, I just dropped my pickleball. Oh. That reminds me, I, for, I almost forgot. If you want to buy a new pickleball paddle, you can go to goldenpickleball.com and use the coupon code PICKLEBALLFAITH and save 10% on that paddle, uh, which will bring it to $54 and you get free shipping, just so you know. So if you go to goldenpickleball.com, golden pickleball. This is kind of greenish. And just so you know, my new pickleball t-shirts are out. They are done printed. I get them tomorrow, so hopefully I'll get to show them to you. Uh, probably not tomorrow, but Friday, maybe on free for all Friday. Cause tomorrow I have a guest. Don't forget party lines. That's right. <laughs> there were party lines too. All right. So you guys have any, uh, questions or comments? Did you tune into my get slugged thing this morning? If you didn't, uh, this morning I actually talked about how some research shows that if a person is shown in a virtual reality type way what their future and what they will look like actually you know in in the future they are more apt to delay gratification yep they are more apt to say oh yeah i should probably not do that i should probably like do this instead i thought that was kind of interesting yeah i did my dogs are trolling the house here Hey, mister. How you doing, bubby? You want to come up here and say hi to everybody? Come here. Say hi to the audience. They like you. Yeah. All right, everybody. This is Grover. We can't hear you very well. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, this is Grover. Here he is. This is my baby. He's the love of my life. Yeah, he is. Is he cute or what? Yeah, he is. I'm not offended in the least. Yeah. Don't even feel slighted. What? That is the love of her life there. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, I love this dog. Dog's rock. Yep, okay, you can get down. He's gotten big. You know what's so weird about old, you know, owning a pet? I Every day when I come home, if I, you know, after I'm here, I, Hi, Grover. Hi, Sean. Nice to see you over there. So, Grover likes to run out of the garage when I get home, because I open up the garage. And... He's eight. You know, I've known this little dog since he was six months old. And, you know, he was so little and cute and so, you know, full of life. <laughs> and it's just so weird to see him get older. You know, he's starting to go blind in his eye and and all that. And when he plays, he, he likes, you know, he tries not to run into stuff. And 
So I was thinking about, you know, how even we, you know, we age, right? You know, you can see my hair. Hey, if if you've been seeing me broadcast for like, uh, you know, three years here on Periscope, you've definitely seen my hair change as far as the color. This front here used to be all this. Now it's like, as you can see, a nice wispy white. Yeah, it is. That's why I get called grandma so much because my hair is white. I like it. Anyway, but it's weird to, to see your animals get older. And I was thinking as I came into my garage earlier, I was thinking, oh, there's my little baby. Look at him walking so slow and, you know, and sniffing the thing and, and coming and he runs and jumps up to say hi to me. Um, and I was thinking, I'm just going to treasure this moment. I try not to run over him because he likes to run. <laughs> it's like it's really slow. Where are you over there? Okay, good. Because that's the last thing I want to do is run over my own dog. That would, that would suck, you know. <laughs> All right. Also, Gino and Gina, my super cuties, my cricket cuties. You know, I'm still looking for more. So if you guys still want to buy me one. Uh, they have different colors, so I actually have two purpley ones. It's called Wisteria. Uh, but if you'd like to add to my collection, <laughs> I know, why not, right? Uh, they're selling them on eBay. So if you want to bless me with a little toy or whatever, then, you know, I'll name it after you if you send me one. <laughs> yep. All right, that was for free. All right. Bareface. Do you want to talk about anything? Hmm? Not really. No? Keeping the dogs occupied over here. You're keeping the dogs occupied? I have one just like that too. Aw. You like the wispy white? Hey, you. Sylvia Sulin is in the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know what? My hair has taken years to get this color. <laughs> <laughs> True. I was... I was <laughs> True story. <laughs> I told Vicky Fitch earlier, I said, I said, hey, I, I lost your book. She's like, what? You lost my book. I said, I said, no, I just don't know where it is. <laughs> By the way, I didn't lose her book. I was picking on her. I didn't, you know, anyway. How many of you guys saw Scott Alexander on her show last night called, you know, um, and she, she actually, uh, um, uh, had Mr. Rhino Man on and read the book Rhinoceros Success. You named it Stacy. Oh, that's so sweet. See, well, I named one after you, so there you go. <laughs> this is sweet. Oh no, Tuggy Bear is coming over to this side. He just backed off. He saw me. He's like, no. What with a greeting like that? Oh no! <laughs> Come on. So I came back here. For Tug is the face. More affection. And Grover is evil. Laying in my lap. Tug likes to take my trash can and go through it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. All right. Okay. Roshonda Pratt is my guest tomorrow. Roshonda. The Rose Show. She is awesome, you guys. She rocks. I mean, she used to work in TV, actual TV, real TV. Uh, she was a producer. And uh, she did this for like 20 years. She's born again believer, pastor. Her, she's a pastor's wife. Uh, she's got a cute little baby girl, and I just have to say that she rocks. So, if you guys don't know who Ro is, then you will tomorrow because she'll be on the show tomorrow. So I agree, poor baby. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing poor about our dogs. <laughs> 
Do you know who feeds them? Do you know who cooks their homemade food for them? That would be me most of the time, just so you know. But to Bareface's credit, he does wipe Tug's butt when it needs it. And that's because Tug is his dog, people. Yeah, he is. Yeah. See, we divide the parenting, you know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> hey, you think I'm kidding, but, you know, if you've ever owned a dog, there are little poop berries that get stuck on their butt. Right? Just saying, people. Just saying. I know. All right. Hey, there you go. All right, people. I hope that you have a great evening. Remember to be bold. Stand up. Go with God. Because he loves you. And Donald Trump is not giving a speech tonight. Just so you know. That was last night. <laughs> See you later.